Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 198 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. We're your host of the PWT cast, the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWT cast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, soon to be threads, I think. I signed up for a round oh. personal one. Um, I haven't done it for the PWT cast account, um, but at some point, threads. So, you know, look look for us on there. I think I still I still don't fully understand threads, um, but we'll get into it uh, as yeah, well. Yeah, I was I was directed towards it the other day, and I was like, what the what am I looking at right now? And somebody had to explain to me what the fuck was happening. Oh, it's Gojo, you know. It's a yeah, it's, exactly. it's, it's what I imagine. Yeah, Gojo was. Um, uh, yeah, shout out Eric the Vampire, but uh, as well as uh, patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. As well as again, I mentioned uh, I had to take off last week, I was dying. Um, not literally, obviously, as I'm still here. Um, but as you can still hear, I'll explain why this this cough that was going away, this sickness that was going away, it was a very biblical week here at the PWTcast. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, but no, I just dropped uh, a little bit late, but you know, late better late than never. Um, an episode of Reservoir Dogs with myself and Jesse Kohlenberg, and um, I don't have an official schedule per se this week, um, but as a tentatively now, uh, you guys should be getting uh, this Friday and uh, a movie review of The Good Guys with myself and uh, James of the Draft Pod, uh, as well as later on in the month, Gone Girl with myself and Steve Feast. And then, uh, you know, either Hellboy or the Goonies, depending uh, who's free first. But uh, yeah, it's <laughs> um, so that'll be coming. That'll be coming soon. And uh, I, w- I will be recording an episode of Detective Agency as well. Uh, to you know, I know there's been a, you know, sometimes you just gotta let the mystery be. <laughs> uh, which I have a funny story about the leftovers. But again, Patreon.com forward slash PWTcast. Um, I forgot what I, I forgot what I was talking about. What I said specifically, I said something specifically about um, something like a party being themed. Um, and Cynthia was like, "Oh, she's like it'd be like a midsummer party, and everyone dresses up in white." She says, "I think something about like a party for me, something about for yeah. me." And I was like, "Yeah, you see, I was like, I would do that. <laughs> I was like, I would do that. I was like, but uh, I was like, it would be a leftovers thing. I was like, it wouldn't be a midsummer thing. I was like, I'd be President yeah. Garvey." Um, yeah. Which yeah, you know, I it, two films about what no, I mean two pieces of art about Colts that dress up in all white, yeah. you know, October fourteenth. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we'll have an all out party, you know. Oh yeah, dude! I fr- like, yeah, that is coming up. It's coming up pretty fucking all, soon. Yeah, August yeah. already. Gonna, yeah. Holy shit! Gonna dress in our guilty remnant outfits. Not speak, smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cigarettes. Everybody's just got like pieces of paper like this. Just yeah, I'm. Exa- I'm gonna have those candy cigarettes from when we were kids. Yes. Um. Yeah, I, man. That's one of those things. Again, like as much as I enjoyed my trip to Canada, I almost feel like I shouldn't have gone only because it fucked with my perception of time. Like, normally, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, Dr. Manhattan, time, you know, doesn't work the same, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I've, I very much felt like that, but again, only because uh, every, everything has been thrown off. And it didn't help that the 4th of July was... <laughs> <laughs> there was, there's a latte in the kitchen. Uh, oh, I 
So it doesn't help that. Uh, I sorry, I just did a visual gag for yeah. <laughs> an audio format. Uh, that Fourth of July was right in the fucking middle of the week. Um, yeah. Which yeah, I, I don't. I'm not very patriotic, so it was one of those like. Yeah, it came and went. You know, we uh, we grilled. Mm-hmm. And then watching movies all day, and that was that was about it. The good thing about like the that back patio that I have over here is you can see all the assholes blowing off their fireworks. So yeah. didn't have to go anywhere. But I don't know did, what was what was the fourth like for you? Uh, well, I mean, yeah, Dad didn't do shit that day. Um, I actually worked because they uh, my my company is like. Hey, if you guys want to get paid two and a half times, and I was like, yes. Oof. So, um, for working holidays, so I, especially coming off like a week and a half of being off, I was like, fuck yeah, I'll do that because that forty-hour paycheck, man. When you see this vacation straight time, it's like, oh god, that's what I make. <laughs> I'm used to putting in a lot more <laughs> hours every week. <laughs> uh, so, like, once I got off, I came home. Actually, I think I went to the grocery store because um, it was like I was everything was still trying to catch up from when I was out. Um, and then. Yeah, I just turned on the PlayStation and like played some baseball and then I went outside for I was like, well, it's about to get dark. Let me, uh, you know, let me watch some of these fireworks. And I went outside and it was a thousand degrees and I was like, ah, fuck this. I've seen it. I've blown up so many things in my life i know what fireworks are so i'm going back inside and i just turned the playstation back on and that was my night so yeah that's the thing with me too where like i i've never been crazy about fireworks like when i was a kid mm-hmm. um <clears throat> obviously it was a little bit more of a thing like i i specifically remember like i talk about it all the time where i'm like i'm shocked i still have all my fingers based on just how reckless oh. Um, dude yes absolutely i'm surprised not only me but all my friends still have this shit like what we were terrible with that what was the most reckless thing you did with fireworks if you can think about it off the top of your head i have a lot of fucking stories but i will say the the one so we used to have the fucking bottle rocket wars right hell yeah so we'd run around my my buddy like his his mom like at his mom's house there was like they had a lot of properties middle of nowhere ohio so we're fucking running around shooting those things. And it was like we were doing teams. It was me and I believe my buddy Andy and then versus Tim and Chris. Uh, actual Tim. Uh, but like, I don't know if I had run out of bottle rockets or if I would just like just thought it was funny that I grabbed a fucking festival ball, which, you know, is the actual big firework that goes up into the air. And I just, I fucking lit it and threw it I way too close to where they were. But I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it about 20 feet away from them. Still way too fucking close. And I was just like, hand grenade. <laughs> and they fucking took off running. Dude, this thing landed. Boom. Big, like, explosion in the front yard. Put a big ass fucking hole in the yard. Like, uh, yeah, his mom was not happy about that. Yeah, like, I remember, like, the bottle rocket thing, yeah, where it's like, you know, you just grab the single one and just fucking light it and yeah. point it at someone and hope that it fucking doesn't come back at you. Because every now and then it just goes right back up and comes down. Yeah. Um, Roman candles, too. We just shoot them oh, at yeah. each other. That was always fun. The one, I think the most reckless thing that we did is, you know, like, the, the black cat where it's like, it's just tied together by one giant wick. Yes. Yeah. So we would take them apart like them and it's a very short fuse we like them and then just throw yeah. them at each other like yeah again why like why anyone was letting us fucking do that and then i remember at yeah. one point we got like a bunch of m80s which those were like the fucking yeah. ones you should not be fucking around with um yeah the quarter stick of dynamite right essentially yeah yeah and we're just like blowing shit up and then yeah. just running away like we'd blow it up we'd fucking light it and then just run as if like an adult seeing seven children all <laughs> running in one direction after hearing an explosion wouldn't set some like some sort of spidey sense off or something yeah i don't know yeah i don't i don't know like i've 
like I said, I have a lot of fireworks stories. One time, you know, they, they sell those bricks that have like the 16 shots that go up in the air. Uh, we, we put out, like we, we had a little paver we were shooting stuff off of. Well, this thing, like it, the first shot, it flew up in the air, landed on its side. And then the whole time it was just spinning on this fucking thing. And they were like, 10 of us outside and we're just running in a circle instead of like running for cover we're trying to like outrun where this thing is spinning and shooting off to mm-hmm. and like again lucky nothing nobody nothing caught on fire um i think i've shot bottle rockets out of my ass on two occasions <laughs> okay um, steve-o yeah uh actually uh you know maybe i'll if Wes can uh, send me the picture because I know he has a picture. <laughs> of one of uh, God, what else is there? That maybe that'll be the cover photo for this like, this uh, <laughs> this episode. Uh, God, what what else was there? There's oh, we used to do the thing where you rip the stem off the the bottle rockets and they just throw them and they would. Oh yeah, wherever. that was a fun one too. Yeah, yeah see, yeah. I don't know. Like again, and that's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I sort of did that fucking that bullshit and chicanery. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I, I guess kids are still fucking doing it. And honestly, it's mostly adults that I see fucking doing that shit now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's for the most part. It's I, and I, I feel like this is the case with a lot of things where it's always like the people who never did that shit when they were younger, and now they're like. <laughs> I'm trying to act out and like you know, yeah, it, it happens with a lot of things in life where you're like, oh, you were the sheltered kid, okay. Do you know what's funny is uh, someone that I know close to me, um, so, someone with <laughs> yeah. someone with a lot of money, um, accidentally, he, he thought he was purchasing seven boxes of fireworks, and I guess purchased like seven pallets of fireworks. Uh, you can figure out who it is. Um, <laughs> And I don't, so and that was one of those things where I was like, "What did you do with that many, that, that many fireworks?" And I got to imagine you probably save it because it's like, "Well, cool. Yeah. Now you're fucking set on fireworks." And again, I'm not. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I'm not too crazy about fireworks, really. But um, again, pretty. I. As to say, I remember like me and my buddy would go up like because they'd always do that buy one get one thing, and we'd each like we go up with two hundred each. And we'd buy like one of those sets that are like four hundred dollars, and we'd you know split it. We'd get for we basically paying two hundred dollars a piece. We got eight hundred dollars worth of fireworks, and we just we would split the haul, and like that would be like we would be just be good for the fucking year. But I remember the the Roman candle thing. Like you talking about that. Like I remember one time too, we were we actually were trying to like. We had a baseball bat and we were trying to like take batting practice with it. Uh, I think the closest like one got was like one dude actually like like fouled it off. Like it just kind of went off the bat. But yeah, yeah, I love little ki- little boy shit like that because you know again yeah. it's a little boy shit. Like fucking, <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, our, our our female contemporaries were definitely not not doing that, and <laughs> rightfully so. You know, like their brains develop quicker than than ours do and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I mean, honestly, again, probably the most the the, the highlight of uh, again um, the fourth was that I finally started watching the bear. Yeah. Um, how did you feel about the, the, the this season? Because I know you watch. I mean, you you sat on it longer than I have. It's now been what two three weeks. Yeah, yeah it was. I was done by the second day. I think it was like that Friday. I was done because uh, I watched. I watched most of it as I packed and did all that shit before mm-hmm. I left. And I watched like two or three on the airplane. And, and, then, and also, we won't we won't spoil night. anything either. We, we won't get yeah. into spoilers. Yeah. But no, I uh, you know it was it's definitely a different season for sure, um, which it had to be like with what what they had going on. The I feel like with the, you know, Vivian and I were talking about it before on the in the car episode that the Christmas yeah Christmas I think it was Christmas episode mm-hmm. um not it, not Thanksgiving but uh 
like that one kind of replaced the frantic 22 minutes to open from season one where it was all real time and it was just fucking chaos like i feel like that one was that episode for sure but we also got a lot of good backstory and you know expounding on some something guest appearances which were really fun and yeah i I don't know i i really enjoyed it and setting up all for that you know that it's not a spoiler but the grand opening of the the Mm -hmm. the restaurant um you know it it was cool to see like all those stories you know come together and everything yeah i like i really love season one and it's one of the and it's one of those shows that because i binged it all essentially in like a day or two um yeah i i'd wanted to go back and watch it and like again i got like i got symbian to watching it um so that we could catch up because i i got i got a few episodes into season two before she even before we caught up with each other and like i think she was it was the christmas episode that that she like was where she was about to start so i watched that Mm -hmm. twice along with uh, the richie episode after that and um Oh, the Richie, yeah, that was- yeah, and that's and that's the one thing that I'll say where it's like, yeah, like you mentioned, it's definitely it's it's a different season, but it has to be, you know, because again, the first season, yeah. it's sort of this is everyone, this is sort of how everyone functions, this is the this is the dysfunctionality of of the beef, you know, and why it's not uh-huh. why it, it doesn't work out, why it's not gonna fucking work out, and you know, it, it's it's a different beast where it's like, okay, now now they're getting the bear up and running and stuff in, in this season and sort of just, again, seeing everyone grow. And I love that. I love... Yeah. Yeah, where I think the last one was realizing, like, everybody kind of realizing, and, like, Richie kind of took a little longer, but, like, their bottoms, you know what I mean? And realizing, okay, I have to go up from here because what I'm doing is not working in my life. Yeah, um, and you know, either be creatively or whatever, and then you know, by this season, you see all that come together, and it's really fucking cool. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed that. I didn't have to wait for this too. Like, I was like, because I kept seeing like FX, and I was like, oh shit! And then it was like all episodes streaming, and I was like, whoa, what's happening now? So I guess they just licensed it out to them, which is really fucking cool. Yeah, like uh, myself and and Jesse. I- I don't. I don't. I think we talked about it off air. Might have not been on air when yeah. we talked about it, but um, <clears throat> like it. I didn't. I didn't mind. I think now having seen everything, I don't mind that they dropped it all at once because again, to me, if it's yeah. like prestigious, like as much as I would have loved that, you know, you can't drop a, a you know a House of the Dragon or a Better yeah. Call Saul or fucking Succession all at once. Mm-hmm. Y- you can't. You know, especially now with these yeah. half-hour dramas, the Christmas episode again different because it's, you know, it, it's the full hour and stuff. But with that episode, like, if like if anything, you know, like watch Wes. Yes, Wes. I you yeah. have to watch. No, I'm kidding, Wes. I hear he just doesn't like when people tell. I him. can't believe you haven't watched that. I yet, can't Wes. believe you haven't watched it. Uh, no, but it's one of those things where like because funny enough like again with Cindy what got her into watching the bear was the first time around was that people were like you gotta watch the the fucking 22 minutes to open episode yeah and I very much think like if you've seen season one you can go directly directly to episode six to that Christmas episode because like it shows you why fucking Carmi is so fucked up like yeah. it shows you how and I love it is a star studded fucking event <laughs> let me tell you yeah. what you got fucking uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is playing the mom. Uh, Bob Odenkirk, who I kept saying, I was like, I would fucking die for Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> All right. Like, post Better Call Saul, I would fucking die for Bob Odenkirk. He's a Chicago legend, yeah. even though he's from Cicero. Uh, you know, he is, I love him so much. You know, well, I was like, Mikey, you better not throw that fucking fork. Um, Dude, <laughs> but again, you know, again, you have fucking yeah, you have uh, the prayer. The prayer was so fucking. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis, he, Bob still holding that fork. Bob Odenkirk, <laughs> uh, fucking John Barenthal, um, yeah. Oliver Platt. Yeah, I mean, who is a reoccurring character, but still seeing him interact with yeah. everyone. Uh, Sarah Paulson comes in as fucking as the cousin. John Mulaney, yeah. uh, you know that he's he's not he's not anyone I. I'm just super happy too. Like you know, I, 
she was in a she wasn't in as many episodes last year, but she's like full time now as Abby Elliot. I always like when she was on SNL, I always thought she was really fucking funny and cool. Like and like I'm just glad she's being used. Like she's she's great. See, I only I only recognize her from um she's and she plays like a psycho girlfriend in How I Met Your Mother. Yes, How I Met Your Mother, yeah. Yeah, that was what I recognized her from at first. But yeah, no, she's also a very good actor. Um Yeah. And yeah, I mean, again, everyone's oh, and fuck, and oh, what's her face? Uh, uh, from Parks and Rec, not Parks and Rec. Um, from, from Community. Um, oh yeah, Jillian Jacobs. Yeah. Oh, and sp- speaking of that, did you catch the fucking Community reference? No. And I think it's the fun. He says, he's like, he's like, we're going fucking streets ahead with this thing. And I was just like, holy shit, that's <laughs> a Community because he's like, because who was it was trying to get? He's like. Jeff's always like, that's not, nobody's ever going to say that. You're like, he, you're like, you're like, you don't remember the part where they all look in the camera and say, fuck you, Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Streets ahead. I was like, I was like, holy fucking shit. That's awesome. And I was like, I, I didn't look it up, but I was kind of wondering if there is some community ties there besides like, you know, her, mm-hmm. um, just because of that reference and. I don't know. I just there's there's I'm sure there's some people who've worked on both projects. So yeah, no. Again, it's it's this season. I I loved it. You know, and on on yeah. top of two is that um, there was a lot more Chicago in this as well. Like they went to Pequod's yeah. Pizza, which um, yes. I, it was it was just funny because it was one of those things where I was like, because I remember us in the car and and Vivian and um, Vivian telling me like, oh yeah, they go to Pequod's because there's so. The one episode where, um, uh, fucking, uh, what's her name? Um, how was she's going around to all the restaurants trying out different food? Yeah. Um, what the fuck is her name? I, I completely blanked. Uh, Sydney. Yeah. Where Sydney's going around to all the restaurants, uh, which are like actual places here in Chicago. She goes to the one ice cream place, and it's a place called Margie's, um, which, if any of you guys know and live in Chicago, like, it's this old school fucking ice cream parlor. Like it has been there forever. Um, okay, ice cream, but it's very much like overrated. Like it's one of those where I was like, no. What they should have done was show her having to wait outside for fucking thirty minutes because you can. I've <laughs> I've never once not seen a line outside of Margie's. Like if I've gone there, I've never had to wait outside in fucking line for like twenty because it's a small. Like it is. That was a thing too, where I'm sitting there like, how did they get fucking cameras in here? Because this place is like, it is small. But I mean, you know, they're they're professional, so they figured it out and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I love that. And then again, too, it's like there's so much expanding on the lore of of the show. You know, like that. That's a yeah. thing that again, me and Jesse Kohlenberg talked about uh, on this episode of Reservoir Dogs. Like, you know, like I I love the lore because again, it's you oh, know, dude. I was so like it was one of those moments too. Where I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to, I need to like be friends with Jesse more because like him. T- he's like, yeah, he's like, anytime you get into history, like the lore, because I love history, and I'm like, that's what I do too. Like, I just fucking like, I remember like with Game of Thrones. It's one thing I loved about it is because there is this giant universe, and like watching all those those YouTube videos of like the history and lore where they tell like all the all the stuff, and like God, I, I love when there's there's that supplemental material where it's like, look, we if you want to know more, like come over here, come come over to this little area right here. <laughs> yeah, no, and again with this, it's one of those like, and I mean I don't know, I mean I guess everyone sort of does it, but it's like a very sort of Chicago thing, you know, where it's like again Oliver Platt's character of you know Cicero mm-hmm. Uncle Unc, you know, yeah. like he was just best friends with you know w- with uh, the Brizado's dad. He was just his best friend, and, you know, he's been around, and he's just sort of stuck around, and that's their uncle. The same way that, uh, you know, like Richie, you know, you sort of find out in, in the Richie episode where it's like, yeah, I wasn't close to his mom, wasn't close to his dad, but, you know, he had he, he had Mike Mikey's family. Like, he had yeah. the Brazados again, there for him, you know? Like, he's like, yeah, no, it's like my best friend's mom was like my mom, you know? Yeah. Um 
and just like sort of the theme of the show as a whole you know it's like your family is just sort of it's it's you know it (laughs) as cheesy as it sounds you know it's it's who you make it yeah and and i think that's what i love the most specifically about the bear that again while everyone's like oh the food and stuff which also like i'm not a foodie so seeing them like you know make this food all this like for so like super hoity-toity i'm kind of just like and again this is off coming having seen the menu as well and i'm just sort of like yeah. all right chef okay like yeah you know where it's like seeing listen seeing them deconstruct fucking pequot's pizza the way they did i was like you didn't even give them the best part which if you go to fucking pequot's pizza it was this deep dish which is not chicago traditional chicago pizza is fucking thin cut tavern style pizza i'm gonna fucking take steve yep. feast and his wife out to to eat some when they get here to chicago but um the best again if you're in chicago and you want some fucking good deep dish pizza you go to you go to pequod's and the best part about it is it's like caramelized crust and the fucking hoity-toity chef i can uh, doesn't i'm like that's the best part what are you doing buddy yeah <sighs> yeah i am um, i I always say this where it's like I love like movies and shows or like not not even like just like when somebody can cook I think that's like the coolest thing right like uh-huh. like that's their little secret skill or like you watch something and like maybe it's just like you know maybe the main character is dating somebody that's like also like like oh they you know like oh I made this or whatever you know like even though they're like a fucking electrician or whatever um like when that's like a skill or whatever, but I don't watch like the Food Network or any of that shit. Like I don't like I don't care about any of that. I like I mean I cook and I'll you know watch YouTube videos if I need for like specific recipes. But like yeah, I just think that I I think that's like such a cool hidden talent to pull out and like like if you could just like no no I'll make dinner, you know what I mean? Yeah, no cooking is definitely something that I want yeah. to like be better at yeah you know like i i can cook for myself but yeah i also have like a garbage palette so like everything to me is good (laughs) like you fucking put little hints of things i'm like yeah that's good i don't know what it was but yeah it's like i'm never gonna be like oh yeah the oregano like you really over you know like that shit will never fucking happen with me like the whole like oh the acid blah Yeah, that's I don't know, and again, I'm also more of a like. Sure, if it looks nice, sure. Like as long as it tastes good, that's I care more about how it fucking tastes. I don't presentation honestly is like. If if I'm anyone in that show, I'm probably fact. (laughs) (laughs) Who again played by Matt? Who played by Maddie Matheson? Who's like an actual, like Michelin star rated fucking, uh, like chef with like various like food shows and stuff like that very much like you know the one person on that um i know a show that you haven't you said you haven't watched at all but i i recently caught up on so that i could listen to uh uh you know uh mcu later uh, with rich rain and wh park is a marvel secret invasion um it's been it's been good it's been fine uh each episode is about an hour so i'm like okay cool there's there's stuff there but like i don't know like it's just it's one of those i almost sort of just wish they would have dropped everything at once you know like it doesn't feel like a show again there's there's only six episodes they're about halfway through now Mm -hmm. and i'm still just like okay what so what are we doing you know like what what it, what is the thesis of this show what are we yeah. what are we trying to tell like what what is going on because um you know like the whole scroll thing and like who's a scroll and you know like oh they're hiding in plain sight and stuff like that like it's fun sure but i don't know it sort of feels and again i should just fucking run on jesse to fucking talk about it like that was one of the things that we talked about where it's like they're sort of just seemingly trying to juggle too much all at once you know like uh like there was an interview earlier in the week with uh, what's his name simi lu where he was like yeah man i don't know shang chi was supposed to come out like or she like there's and like 
that that that's again that's the one thing where it's like yeah why aren't you putting him in more things like yeah. you know yeah I, that's that's one thing with with the whole you know this phase it's just like everybody's just still doing their own thing like when are we gonna get some fucking cohesion to this and if it's a secret but i feel like like just wait the way you're talking about it i feel like it's attack of the clones where you have to just cover so much in one movie because i I remember like getting like when i was a kid like i mean i was i think maybe like 16 17 when menace came out and i was like that's cool no, you would have been. Oh yeah, shit, you would have. Yeah, cause, damn, yeah. I was six years old when I saw it. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, like you know, pod racing thing too long, whatever." Even then, I was like, "But I was because at the time I was like, they're gonna have to smash so much into episode two because three is the turn. Like everybody knew, like three was the turn, and everybody dies, like." That's what's going to happen in three. So, like, two, like, you're just going to have to put so much timeline into that. And, like, I think that's where they, I always thought that that's where they kind of messed up was just Anakin was too young when they, with that first movie. Um, and even, you know, because they keep saying, oh, you know, he's so old. I'm like, he's like five years old. Like, how, how is he too old? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily release with this. It's just to me, it, to me, I guess my sort of gripe with it is like, but how does this, like, how does this, like, everything should be building up to the the fucking Kang Dynasty, yeah, and a multiverse war. That's what everything should be fucking leading up to. And it's not going that direction. And it doesn't look like it's like, yeah, like you know, like again with this show, it's like I don't, <coughs> I don't see anything that correlates between the two like the marvels i don't i I think maybe again you know there's sort of like the the oh the the kamala khan's magic bands has something to do with king technology same thing with shang chi's ring so it's like okay (laughs) like i don't know and i get it you know you don't it doesn't have to be like all these films are specifically telling this one story leading up to this but again it's just it i don't know it, it feels like there's just a little bit more of a cohesion and just sort of like in telling that you know like i don't know i don't know i mean we've gone yeah. on these marvel rants plenty but um the one thing i i, I guess secret invasion is fine um yeah yeah you know, I yeah, mean, we should get Wes on here to see what he has to say about it. Well, he's the one who was telling me to watch it. That's why I was like, all okay. right, all right, I'll watch it. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big fan of Ben Mendelsohn, That's what, which I don't blame him. Ben Mendelsohn's fucking awesome. I love yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. Um, yeah. But uh, fucking <coughs> one of the things that I've been keeping up with is uh, these Deadpool 3 leaks or like Deadpool mm. 3 things that like, a long, long time ago, there was a movie called Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and <laughs> there were so many rumors and so much like, this This person's going to show up, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and Sam yeah. Raimi was like, did the jerk-off motion and did none of that. Um, Deadpool 3 seemingly seems to be what that movie was supposed to like, It's like, yeah, all the X-Men are essentially coming back. Uh Ben Affleck is allegedly coming back as Daredevil. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter said Jennifer Garner is coming back as Elektra. Like this, very much feels like, hey, let's bring back wow. all anyone who was involved in anything Fox fucking related. And it's probably like Deadpool is probably going to kill off the Fox fucking universe. You know, like it, it's one of those where, hmm. like, they're just bringing everyone in and again they're tie- they're very much tying it to like the TVA like Owen Wilson is in this um yeah. you know like they're 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 tying all that together cuz i mean if you like i don't know if people remember like at, at the end of the second Deadpool movie he's hopping around different multiverses like that <laughs> you know that that is the oh, ending yeah, yeah. of that movie yeah. he takes cable's like time travel thing and he's just hopping around different multiverses and stuff like that so i'm i'm really excited about that like um 
I don't know if you've ever talked about the Deadpool movies, but like I fucking I'm a big fan of the first one more so than the second one. Um, like the second one to me was fine. Like you know, it has like the fucking it has a lot of fun things to it. Has a lot of fun people mm-hmm. in it. But I don't know. Ultimately, it just sort of felt like uh, like a sequel, you know, as opposed to like right. a part two. It felt more just. I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, no, it definitely does. Uh, I think it's, and I guess it's to me. There's nothing, and you saying that to me, like I, they just kind of blend together as. One, like I, if you told me a scene from one of the movies, I can't tell you whether it's one or two. You know what I mean? Like it's he gets ripped in half things. by Juggernaut. Yeah. Okay. That's in two. Yeah. Oh, okay. I do remember that. That's. I mean, like I said, I, and I do. I enjoy them and everything. Like they're fun, but it's not like I said. I. I they're all. Brad kinda, Pitt shows they, up. Yeah. Does he? come in and start rapping no oh no i was naming scene i was i was playing the game of you tell me one or two <laughs> yeah it's, um it's two. yeah is it is that in two the whole the whole the his the fucking the fuck what is the team now the task force yeah the x-force yeah where he's like the, yeah. the invisible guy yeah yeah dude that shit is so funny yeah um yeah, I got, I'm. I'm just. I'm. I'm excited about that. Like, it's one of those. Maybe I do like two better. <laughs> 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 All right. Um. Zaz, Zazie beats. She shows up in one of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, two. It's, it's also two. Yeah, I was. I was like trick question. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. I don't know. Again, it should be a lot of fun. People fucking showing up in that. A lot of mysteries and surprises. Um. Very much yeah, like. Very much like uh, she's the only one who survives that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, very much like in two weeks at Blood and Guts, there will be two mystery guests. Uh, as you guys know, fucking uh, Brian Danielson broke his arm, uh, you know, yeah. at some point during the Okada uh match at, at Forbidden Door. So clearly, the boy isn't going to be wrestling, which sucks. Mm. Um, but they're still going ahead with the BCC versus the Elite in Blood and Guts. Of course, um, <coughs> Kenny, Hangman, and the Bucks. And a mystery partner versus uh, Takeshita, oh, um, Moxley, Yuda, Cesaro, and a mystery partner as well. Um, both sides have a mystery partner. And, of course, there's a lot of like rumblings about logistically who it can be. You know, because mm-hmm. it's like some people, it's like, well, they're competing in, in, in the G1, so they they can't fucking come and wrestle. Some people are uh, collision exclusive uh, <laughs> and don't necessarily get along with either team captain. Um, yeah. And it, which, that, that was one of the stories that I that I saw that uh, per Fightful, uh, CM Punk was like, fine. <sighs> I'll be. I can be the mystery fucking partner for yeah. for one of these teams, um, which to me is like, how awesome would it be if they put him on the elite side and just completely pretend like nothing happened? Like, they're, like <laughs> him and Hangman are doing fucking tag team spots. Him and uh, you know, him and the Bucks are doing trio spots. Like, just <laughs> yeah, nothing. You know, we pretend nothing yeah. fucking happened. That would be. It would be really fucking funny, but it, there's no fucking way it would happen. Um, but yeah, who 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 do you think? Who you got? Um, fuck. Because I know, like the obvious choice everyone is saying is Coda for for the yeah. elite. Yeah, and I guess. I don't know who's all like unavailable as far as like what else is going. Not like I know who's in the G one, but like as far as like the night of blood and guts, you know what I mean? Like, um, but like you know, I could see them even like maybe like Cole and MJF, like sp- like they got them together and like split them up for that. Yeah, like, I mean Cole is tech, or he was yeah. part of the elite. Yeah. 
I mean, I thought he maybe not. Yeah. Is he still? Like, I don't think they. Ever, he got injured. I think I that's why they never finished yeah. that off, right? Yeah, I thought. I thought so, and I was like, when you said that, I was like, wait, did I? Am I misremembering? <laughs> <coughs> no, I thought. Yeah, I mean that that would be kind of cool, uh, but I don't know if like MJF is, you know, could be friendly with the BCC. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because, like, I know, like, they were, like, people have been talking, too, about there was, like, that, like, Don Callis, Chris Jericho promo, which I'm like, <sighs> they're like, he'll be the mystery yeah. partner for BCC, which, again, it's like, <sighs> you know, like. It, it, yeah, I think, if especially with adding two people, it needs to be, like, to me, it also has to bring in, like, a few, it's like, Coda would be good, but then, like, Without Danielson, like who do you put across? Because like, to me, it should be like two people that will further another feud. So see, I'm so again. If if I had the book, yeah, you put Code mm-hmm. on the one side, you throw Punk on the other. But that's probably not going to happen. Now, what I think right. who I think would be viable options because I don't want Chris Jericho, which I think would be fun, um, yeah. due to the connection to Moxley is Nick Gage. But I don't even know if he's wrestling currently at the moment. Like, I know he was injured, so yeah. he, I, don't, I don't even know if he's still wrestling right now. Um, <clears throat> you know, but that would be only only for the fact that it's just, like, you get Kota Ibushi. You get Kenny Omega and <laughs> Nick Gage in the same ring. Yeah. You know, like, that seems like that could be fun. Um, yeah. Homicide. Oh, you know, yeah. homicide is also a name too, and it's like you know, not not too far from fucking New York and, and Boston. Um, that could be a name, uh, a wild card name, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, I mean, there's already. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that would. I, I don't know. Maybe I maybe I take back what I said, but I, um. Because you, I guess you could just have two randos like that, but, um, yeah, I don't know. To me, I would, I would want to, but I know actually, like, I think about it, like Tony is very much of that thing of just like, surprise, surprise, like that's that's what I'm bringing you, and you're gonna love it, and it's like, yeah, we do. You're right. You're right, Tony. We do. <laughs> yeah, like I, I very much again, I, I can't imagine. Yeah. I like I don't know. I I feel like the safe bet is probably Jericho Coda, but again, mm-hmm. like I think it'd be fucking dope as shit to see fucking Nick Gage. Like, you know, like I'm calling in a favor and it's fucking Nick Gage. Like, yeah. Because even then, with that match in particular, it's like you can sort of again. I I don't know what his health is now. Like I know he wasn't doing so great, but like it's you can you can move you can work around it. You know, it's not necessarily yeah. something that like needs to fucking um <coughs> include like it was a lot of technical wrestling like that's my my favorite part of blood and guts is the technical <laughs> wrestling aspect you know this was a match made for chad cable and, and kurt angle and shelton benjamin like no no no. it's like there's you know fucking tear it up like do yeah. some out of the box shit that people are gonna be like what the fuck because again if eddie was in this it would fucking for sure sure shit be a fucking bloody benevolent affair mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't know i know again I, i'm i'm pretty sure they fucking announce who you know who the participants are um but i don't know maybe they maybe they just keep it a secret I mean, who knows maybe it is punk maybe you put cabana on one side you put punk on the other maybe it's jungle boy and hook who knows? Yeah. Um, did you watch any of uh, Samoa Joe versus CM Punk four? No. No. Okay. No. I, I I caught some clips of it. I still haven't watched the full match. Um, <coughs> mm-hmm. um, as I was out yesterday, so I just I didn't get to see it and stuff like that. But I I, I did listen to uh you know John and uh, John and Kate talk about it, and again I saw I, I I saw a lot of again a lot of the tweets and a lot of the clips and stuff of it. Um, by all accounts, like what it needed to be you know like it wasn't uh-huh. um it wasn't an hour-long draw like the other ones you know because of course like yeah which a, a crazy fucking thing i found out about this week was uh again over at post wrestling um brandon thurston and john pollock where they were interviewing chris hero 
and they talked about how there, there's the infamous it's like an hour and like 15 minute match or some shit like that between chris hero and cm punk you know like goes on forever and then the very mm-hmm. next day he wrestles samoa joe for a fucking hour and it's yeah and it's one of those things where it's like oh yeah he was 20 like yeah that like that's why he could do that you know like yeah. that's why he could just fucking <laughs> wrestle <laughs> you know like two hour-long matches back to back because you know again that was for the longest that that was what every champion did you know rick yeah. flair was fucking wrestling all these dudes everywhere across the fucking globe our draws every night and so it's like you sort of you sort of had to know how to work um and the crazy, and you know, another thing too is like, oh shit, like, this is the first time in like, I think said, what, like 19 years that they've wrestled each other. Like, I forget that CM Punk has gone from Ring of Honor as early as he is. He's gone from there in 2005. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there's like, there's that whole few years where it's like, oh yeah, it's like he probably wouldn't have interacted with, you know the the genericos the strong kyle o'reilly adam cole like those dudes because he was fun he was he, he was uh he was gone he was tag yeah. teaming with kofi kingston on monday night raw <laughs> yeah yeah and like you know and joe is in you know impact forever and he doesn't come over until after punk's gone like into the wwe so yeah it would have been a uh, you know hands off for a long time yeah and again it, it's I appreciate that those two dudes can still go in there and fucking wrestle because again, they're not, they're not 20 anymore. Like yeah. they're, I think they're both like in their mid forties. If I'm not mistaken, they're both probably like 44, 45, something like that. Probably. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, they're, they're not as athletic as they were anymore, but I, I do appreciate them for just being, um, still like athletic and stuff like that. Or still being able to, to know what they can do, to know what they can fucking pull off, like very easy spots. Like, oh, see, so your punk goes to the second rope, and Samoa Joe walks it off. You know, yeah. like very just sort of easy things like that. I'm hoping too that like we get a longer rematch with a little bit more, you know, uh, more of a story to it. Yeah, um, especially as like like, this, like maybe this kicks off a new trilogy. Yeah, I mean, dude, I thought for I thought for sure like Punk Punk Joe Four at the Allstate Arena or you know on the Allstate yeah. the United Center. I thought, but yeah. again, I'm not disappointed they did a little bit earlier. Like they've already wrestled before, and um, yeah, and that's what it's mean. Like I it, to me, like you know, you have like I I would, I mean, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I would be down to you know if there's the ROH, you know, it's the trilogy like it's star wars again you know there's the old trilogy and there's the new trilogy <laughs> so uh just don't you know, just it's the roa just don't let ryan R- don't let ryan johnson book the fucking third trilogy <laughs> yeah exactly yeah <laughs> don't let him book the second match <laughs> um he can he can do all the fucking detective fucking whodunit movie or matches in the world but don't don't give him a fucking you know. yeah no don't let him near that another thing is is Bullet Club becoming cool again? Like you got, you got. I'm telling you, like we were, uh, we drafted them, and everybody was just like, "Man, Bullet Club, huh?" Yeah, that that's the thing. It's like <laughs> when when you guys did that episode of the, of the draft pod talking about everyone, yeah. I was just like, "Yeah, like." And listen, I used to be a fucking huge Bullet Club guy. You know, like yeah. Bullet Club was fucking cool. It was awesome. Everyone loved that. Everyone was getting, yeah. you know. The hot topic Joe was putting hot uh, the, the 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 bullet club shirts and all the hot topics across the fucking world and everyone yeah. had their bullet club everyone had their favorite variations there were so many different ones like everyone had their parody bullet club shirts like it was such a huge thing um and of course it just it went by the wayside like everything does in fucking wrestling you know but there's bound to be a resurgence because you think about it it happens with everyone you know how many times yeah. did they reform DX how many I mean, they, I'm shocked. Well, it probably makes sense that they haven't brought back the NWO because it's not, it's not a Vince creation, <laughs> you know? It's like, no, yeah. no, no. We we took care of them. As I talk about all the time with Cousin Jeremy, w, WWE was very impressionable on this kid as I, for the, I'm just like, no. <laughs> WCW was fucking such low-grade, second-tier fucking carny bullshit. Stupid me. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, like now that it's, you know, the guns and, and Juice Robinson and Jay White, I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like, I, you know, I, I love, J- I, I love Jay White. Um, the guns have always, they're always just fun. Juice Robinson, you know, he's, I, I can take or leave him. But like, yeah. is Bullet Club becoming cool again? I think so. You know, after I, um, you know, I feel like there was a point there where Kenny and the Bucks really killed it. And, uh, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I won't play that character right now, but, um, no, I think, I think for sure, like it is getting, like you said, it's kind of, you know, I, I think it is, it's like that thing where you just kind of get burnt out. Like it's like, Oh, this thing's still going, huh? Um, and, but now it is, it seems to be like catching, catching fire again. And, even with the the Japan, like you know, from I'm not paying super close attention, but it seems like you know Finley's got that got it going in a, in the right direction too. So I think as long as they keep it away from like the, the the thing I think it got into for the longest time was it was very like the Bullet Club matches got very WWE ish, mm-hmm. you know, like there was a lot of bullshit always with their matches, so. I think you know they're getting away from that and making it more of a serious faction again. Yeah, because again, Jay White, like you know, every, of course, everyone was sort of just like fucking Jay White. Like, what the fuck did they yeah. do with him? Like, oh no, they ruined him and stuff like that. And sort of rightfully so. Like, I understand why you would be upset at what they were doing with Jay White. Like yeah. that, that makes sense. Um, but again, it, like it's I'm just like, oh no, like it persistence is sort of paid off in, in as much as like, yeah, because you can't like even now that they have two shows, I still feel like <laughs> you can't really you can't put everyone on all at once, yeah. you know? Like uh, I know one of the highlights for me last few weeks was like Andrade having a singles match, you know, the match he had with fucking Buddy and then Brody, both awesome matches. Um so, I mean, spoiler, Andrade, very good wrestler, you know? I, yeah. And they're yeah. building ver- towards him versus fucking uh, um, Malachi, which should be fucking awesome because, those again, those yeah. two dudes have, have had very good matches. We were both there yeah. for, you yeah. know, <laughs> for that match. Um, but, like, you got someone like Miro who's coming back that I'm just like, I don't, like, what are they going to do with that guy? Like, I mean, and honestly, to me, I'm just like, I mean, shit. Just have him fucking take that belt off fucking Luchasaurus, you know? Like, yeah. I, when he was the most interesting, when he was that fucking champion, unless you're yeah. going to have him, like, dethrone, like, an Orange Cassidy. Because I almost had, th- like, at this point, that's one of those things, too, where I'm like, well, fuck, who takes the fucking belt off that guy? Yeah. You know? Man, Miro would be a good fifth guy for the BCC. Oh. <coughs> I haven't even thought about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, I feel like he, he kind of fits that mold, and he's just like, I don't know. Well, see, there's also they they need that uh they need that bruiser type, you know. See, there's also too that like weird thing that, that at least that with me that like some of the guys just never mixed up. Like mm-hmm. you never saw Miro interact with any of like the elite guys. Yeah. Like I don't even think he wrestled like. Like, I know he wrestled Brian. I don't know if he ever got in there with Mox. Um, yeah, no, that would be that would be cool. Yeah, to see him sort of, you know, be the the next guy in there. Like, you know, I I, I figured they would maybe bring in another young guy because they've already got Yuta. But yeah, and, you know, I guess they have Takeshi. Takeshi the sort. Well, Takeshi's he's actually he's pretty old. <laughs> He's older. He's not, you know. <laughs> yeah. I meant someone more along again, like a, a Wheeler Yuta, who's like a younger guy yeah. that they can sort of, I gotcha. you know, like a Daniel Garcia would would have been a nice fit. But he has his, uh, he has a little dancing gimmick going on right now. So, um, <laughs> I don't know actually, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This is the the thing right now with uh, with the Bullet Club. Like that's the one thing where I, I've been seeing more again as like I used to talk about all the time, like. Our, like the bullet the OG bullet club shirt like at one point was like the most popular shirt that we had like over by where they do the the, the heat press the, the heat press stuff yeah. you know always saw bullet club bullet club bullet club was always one that you saw and 
wasn't that case for a while, you know? <coughs> yeah. And um, now, every time I walk by that area, I'm seeing a lot more Bullet Club gold, baby. I am seeing a <laughs> lot more Bullet Club gold. Um, so it'll be interesting. Again, it'll, I, I'm I'm sort of right now, like, as far as with co- where, with Collision, because, um, of course, you know, they have next week is uh, the finals. You got um, um, CM Punk versus Ricky Starks. So I'm excited, you know, where they go with, with that, um, specifically because you don't turn Punk right. and you don't turn Ricky, you know, like they need baby faces and they could always just do, you know, like the, the vet, you know, the vet out wrestles the, the rookie. Yeah. And, you know, shows a sign of respect where do you have punk to straight up? Like, I don't know. Like what, how would you book that? Yeah. Um, I could see, I could see punk like wanting to put over the kid. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I, I say that in like, you know, um, like just, you know, the younger person. Uh, yeah, I think, but like, do you, do you beat punk like that? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would say I would do Ricky Starks for sure. Getting the win anyway. Yeah, like to me, punk, again, I'm, I'm the biggest fucking punk guy there is, but like, yeah. I don't think he needs it. I think, you no. know, I think you give it to, yeah, you, you give it to Ricky and it's, you, 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 you fucking push that guy. Because, and I guess, I guess it depends too on what you want to get out of this, right? Like, like, what is the end goal of this tournament? Yeah, like, like, it, like if you want to, if you want to establish it, like you have to have a plan for both people. You know what I mean? Coming out of it, so it's like, you know, if if it's gonna, if you're gonna do a Ricky, then you got to be ready to push him even more. I feel like after this, but if not, then if you just want it to be the one time thing, yeah, just give it to Punk because it like. He does. It doesn't need it, it. You know, like it needs the tournament needs Punk more than he needs the tournament. So, where I think it's the it would be the opposite way for Ricky. Yeah, because even like again, and over on the women's side, like uh, due to injury, they 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 didn't do the Athena versus Willow match yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, my money was always on uh, on Willow winning it. You know, I figured. Yeah. She would beat Athena and then coming out of that, like, hey, I won the Owen, I beat you, like, I want to go for the women's title, and then that way you can um I don't I don't wanna say I don't wanna say move her up, but move Athena up to the main roster, you know? Uh <laughs> yeah. essentially like uh to sort of interject her that but even then it's like, well, they have enough heels. Like you yeah. you sort of need baby faces and I don't I don't necessarily know if they're going to go right right back to, uh, you know, like Willow versus Tony Storm. So maybe I, I don't know who's on the who's in the other bracket. Is it Ruby? You know, um, I I, yeah, I don't know. I think so maybe I don't know. Maybe a heel wins it, and then you know you can have. Honestly, maybe you even have like a, a Ruby or Athena versus Chris Statlander for for that belt, and that sort of be the program. I don't know, but I, I am excited regardless. Both ways, like, yeah, like I, yeah. I I think I think there yeah there is there is a world in which uh, Ricky wins it. Even last yeah, I, even last year I feel like you know I I don't with with Cole and Baker winning like I don't I feel like nothing really happened after that with them, and I could be wrong. Um, I, but you know, like I, I did, did it get them the title shot or anything? I believe Adam Cole got the title match at Forbidden Door because it's not too long after that he gets injured. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because literally, because I was in Vegas for those finals. Um, yeah, and then. Like, oh, it happened earlier last year. That's right. Yeah, yeah it happened, happened more on because that was like the weekend he actually, or like he actually passes away in a May. Yeah, so, 
they yeah. actually, this year they think they started it then instead of yeah. ending it then. I mean, I don't know. I mean, oh. honestly, easy e- <coughs> easy answer is uh, Punk wins, and now he's like, hey, I'm coming for fucking MJF's belt. Or, hey, I'm the yeah. real champion, and you sort of have, you know, you get another MJF uh, at Cole match. Yeah. I mean, I think ultimately it culminates to, to Punk MJF in Chicago. <laughs> you know, like, I, I just feels like that's how the how it's gonna go and again those you know i believe they're one and one in that series you know i think so yeah yeah uh i don't know listen i just uh, all i know is uh i think bullet club is cool again and i'm excited to see who else they add or who else they bring in you know because um you know you got you got you got people in every company essentially representing Bullet Club. <laughs> um, so it'd be cool. Uh, you know who would be fucking cool though to join Bullet Club? Is uh, the members of our Patreon because, uh, of course. <laughs> Dude, I was I was just thinking like of saying something along the lines of like, man, I just thought of 18 people that would be perfect for the fifth man in the blood and gut. <laughs> oh, so, I, I, I'm glad we're on the same page here. <laughs> oh, as soon as soon as I as soon as I, I as soon as I started talking about Bullet Club, I immediately was yeah. just like, "Yes, I know, I'm gonna, I know how I'm gonna integrate these people." Yeah, of course you can go ahead and join um, Patreon.com forward slash PWTcast again. You can join for those five bucks a month that gets you the 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 weekly movie review. Again, I've we've done about a hundred fucking movie reviews up at this point. Um, like I mentioned, my just recently dropped reservoir dog reservoir dogs uh with myself and uh jesse kohlenberg and uh this week it'll be myself and uh james from from the draft pod talking about uh the the ryan vehicle project the nice guys not a lot of people talk about that and it very much it shows off it's it's very good at showing off his comedic side and with uh barbie uh coming out soon i i figured that would be you know sort of fun to drop that or maybe i'll drop it next week when barbenheimer drops um, Barbenheimer. Yeah, but regardless, yeah, like I mentioned, you know, this month we got uh, Nice Guys, Gone Girl. We just did Reservoir Dogs, and uh, either Goonies or Hellboy, depending on uh, yeah. who who you know who I can book first. You know, again, the one thing I appreciated is, or maybe the menu. Lot lot of different fucking things coming at you as well as again. Uh, at if two, you want, if if you want a third for that, like I'm, I I love the menu so. Oh, yes chef um yeah yeah as well as uh two episodes of scrum detective agency uh won't be doing any fucking weird conspiracy shit about bob saget's death uh like some yeah. people who I, yeah yeah uh i saw a clip on on net on instagram and i was like oh i'm starting to remember why i stopped listening to this show yeah yeah, very, very quick to unfollow that. But you know who you should follow, though, is uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Armand Neal, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina, Anthony Torres, my godfather, Jesus. Shout out, Jesus. Shout out, Jesus. Uh, Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, uh, Lil Patrick Swayze, Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport podcast, and Darren Kissler. Drew, what do you guys got going on this week over at the uh, Draft Pod? Uh, we are drafting. Uh, we've done it before, uh, but we're drafting cereals. Um, we're kind of we're probably going to get into some ones you, people I haven't heard of. You know, it's going to be the because we we like I said we we we've done and that was back when we did ten fucking rounds like our. <laughs> we we really went through some shit before we figured out our our format now. So, uh, but yeah, so we're gonna get into some cereals that probably people you know maybe a little lesser known, but I think people will still enjoy it. So, okay, I gotta say the 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 newlywed game that you guys did uh, last yeah. week. Um, you can I'm I'm pretty sure most people on here can tell who's who's. Who I got mo- more answers right for <laughs> between you know you yeah. James and Andy, um, yeah. but there were definitely some where I was just like I have no idea, uh, but it was yeah. a fun episode. Dude, uh, the PWT cast one where uh, I actually gave a plug and it was like <laughs> it's like oh yeah I, I'm bad at plugs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was one of those you guys are going and like. At one point, I was gonna just like start playing along, 
But yeah. then it just got it got too into like who's your favorite baseball player? I was like, I don't know, a baseball player. Sammy Sosa? <laughs> <laughs> fucking you know like they, it got yeah. to that and so well, that's why they they don't really know any either so that's why like it was a fun question so all right well yeah but, head- yeah oh speaking of that like you you said something on this week uh with uh, that with reservoir dogs you're talking about like michael jordan's thing and you're like drew's probably yeah i'm like dude i don't know shit about basketball <laughs> really also but you're yeah you're yeah, more of a baseball guy yeah like i don't yeah i don't I don't really follow basketball much at oh, all. Oh, Michael so. Jordan played baseball. Yeah, he did. I'll tell you all about his fucking three months in the minor leagues. <laughs> yeah, you know. But yeah, I guess. I don't, no. Dude, I also very, very random. So y- yesterday we went to Chinatown. Uh, we went into some fucking store, and they had, like, different flavored chips, like foreign uh-huh. ones. And we got this chicken yeah. one. Um And we were, we were as we were finishing the last episode of The Bear, we started to eat those. Um, because at one point you get hungry. What when she made yeah. when when uh when Sydney makes the omelet? That's when I was just like, yeah, ooh, um, yeah, dude, it's just like it's just like the burger in the menu. It's like that basic thing looks like the best thing that like I they they serve like, just dude, like goddamn that thing looks so good. I I don't know what fucking foreign chemicals they use to make this goddamn thing taste like chicken and smell like chicken. <laughs> yeah. I've been. I, it smells like the powder. You like you know when you make like the fucking like the top ramen or the maruchan soup. Yeah. Stuff like, it smells like that powder, and I've not been able yeah. to smell like I smell like chicken fucking bouillon, and I've not been able to get. I've, I've fucking I've have washed you, my hands. Have you ever so had the? Times. Have you ever had the chicken in a biscuit crackers? No. Oh yeah, those kind. Of, they have that flavor too, where it's just they're crackers, but it's it's coated in some chicken powder like that at, at this one i think maybe my yeti that fucking smells like i don't know i'm gonna fucking wash this thing after <laughs> after we're done recording here because i can't get this fucking smell out of my life and i'm just it was <laughs> like kramer with the sand yes 100 <laughs> uh but yeah thank you guys for uh for listening to this week's episode i gotta make sure you follow like retweet you know help get the help get the word out there again at some point we'll have a threads account and you guys will be able to do yeah. that but uh in the meantime again uh, like and reshare, please. Por favor. Yeah. Gracias. Uh, and uh, yeah, for this week's episode, I've been Scrump. I've been Drew. And this is the man who possibly will wrestle Nick Gage uh, in two weeks <laughs> in Blood and Guts, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.